Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Grecian's Gossip. Joining me, Jack Ball, today is podcast regulars Jamie Hawkins and Daniel Clark. Good afternoon to you both. Hi, go. So we're now five games into the season. Exeter City is still unbeaten. This management lark it seems to be pretty easy for Matt Taylor, doesn't it? I don't think anyone could have predicted um, it to have gone as well as it has so far to be unbeaten. Um, you know, to have beaten a, a championship team in the in the League Cup. Um, it's been a very promising and, and bright start. You know, obviously there was a lot of uncertainty with a new manager. Um, someone who's you know it's his first job in management but he's done as well as anyone could have you know hoped for and um, obviously Taylor's been quick to play it all down as you know I guess he rightly should mm. I think after the Newport game when we drew it was the first points we dropped the season he was like you know sort of a reality check was needed because people were already talking about promotion you know <laughs> winning the title and he just said it was getting a bit ridiculous really that three games into the season you're talking about you know the end of the season already so obviously he's keeping his feet firmly on the ground as the players are but inside he must be absolutely delighted with, with how it's gone I don't think he could have imagined it to have gone this well really It's sort of followed on from pre-season as well isn't it Daniel I mean they did well in pre-season ending in that good win against Bristol Rovers and it's just carried on from there Yeah it's all you know it seems to be gone almost, almost too well so far <laughs> at this stage you know I mean I suppose in one hand, you know, you've got to look at they haven't, you know, the sides they've played so far this season. You know, it's kind of the kind of start you'd have actually been asking asking for if you could, because obviously the four sides played in the league. I don't don't think anyone really thinks that though any of those will be, you know, contending for promotion at the end of the season. So it's kind of a a softish start to the season against sides who are probably going to be bottom half of the table. But you've obviously got to go out and and win those games and. You know, it seems to, you know it's been quite impressive. You know, the, the results have been good. I mean, some of the performances, not necessarily been 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 up brilliant, but they've they've been grinding. You know, I think mm. I'd, I, by all accounts, we'll come on to the you know the Cambridge game. It didn't sound like they played particularly well, but they grind out a, you know a good two 0 fairly comfortable win in the end away from home. So you know, it's all going. You know, obviously it's not had too many difficulties, difficult challenges with you know players being injured or suspended or. You know how we how the, how they react after you know a poor set of results yet, but you know so far so good for Matt Taylor and I you know I think if it, you know if you'd ask anyone at this stage of the season you know you know four five games four wins and a and a draw I think everyone would have taken that because you know it's almost you know as good as you could possibly have hoped for really. And people say you shouldn't look at the table until ten games in, but still you know top of the table after four league yeah, matches. Top, you know, if you're top of the table, you look at the table's first game <laughs> of the season. You've got to enjoy it, haven't you, while it's there? And um, obviously, I mean, you mentioned the fact that it's not been the hardest of starts, but Newport County have got some good results this season so far. And you know, like you said, you've got to beat those teams. But that game finished one-one last Saturday. Jaden <clears> Stockley netted in the twenty-first minute, and then Mark Harris got an eighty-first minute equaliser. Jamie, not the best of games by all accounts, but still a point to show for it, and that's the main thing: picking up points when you're perhaps not playing at your best. Yeah, it wasn't the most um, how to put 
put the best quality of, of games and I don't think anyone expected it to be a, a great game. Matt Taylor said, you know, um, they were going to be a, a tough physical side and they proved exactly that. The first half was quite a um, a game of a bit of hoofball going on for between both sides. It was very scrappy and, and cagey. Um, and, you know, Exeter took the lead. It was a bit of a clever work to free kick questionable defender from, from Newport you know, it was a bit of a low free kick from Jake Taylor and Stockley just nodded it on completely unmarked um, and you know Newport didn't really get going into the, until the second half and then they got that equaliser and if anyone was going to win it was going to be Newport it was sort of hanging on for for you know the last sort of 10 minutes but um, yeah I think it, it is a good point because like I said Newport have made a a really good start. They went into that one having beaten Cambridge 4-1 in the mm. cup prior to that, so they were obviously full of confidence and on a high. Um, you know, and I think it does show a lot of character if you don't play that well, play at your best, but still manage to, to get a result. Um, they did have chances, of course. You know, Stockley had a header just before their equaliser, which was somehow kept out. Um, and, you know, Nicky Law hit the bar after coming on as well so did have their chances and obviously left to to ruin them but there were still a lot of positives to come at the game defence apart from you know it's a bit of a uh, mistake from, from Dean Moxie and Troy Brown for, for their goal but defence looked pretty solid with, with Brown and Aaron Martin forming a, a good partnership um, a lot of you know options on the bench with um, you know sort of like Matt Jay coming on you know we can add that that pace and quality Nicolau coming on obviously had a bit of a, a knock at Morecambe but he looks to be back in full fitness now um, so yeah still unbeaten you've got to take that Newport mm. we've got a pretty poor record um, against Newport for after Saturday they've only won two out of the last seven games between them um, so it'll be bigger tests to come but um, yeah it's still a good point and it just keeps the run going which so it keeps important. the momentum going and of course Daniel Jill and Stockley netted again there are so many teams that have, can have a good defence, but you know, lacking that real quality striker up front, and Jaden Stockley seems to be that. Does that add to the sort of confidence when you're playing games, when extra playing games? Do fans relax a bit more knowing that he's got that potential, even if you're not playing well? Yeah, I think it definitely helps knowing you've got someone who is going to get you twenty goals a season. You know, he's, you know, sort of, you know, sort of this season was got three this season already, and mm. should have had about five on the opening day, and didn't score on that day. So he sort of, you kind of feel. You know, if Stockley stays fit and stays with, you know, no one comes in for him either now or, you know, in January, he's probably going to get 20 goals minimum this season. So it gives you, you know, sort of a knowledge that someone is going to score you mm. enough goals that, well, you know, firstly, will mean that, you know, no matter how badly the season goes, if, some, if you've got a man scoring 20, 25 goals a season, you're not going to go down. And also, you know, if you're playing well, it's just going to get you goals and, and, and win you games. And, you know, Sockley seems to be enjoying his football. He's, you know, you know, seems to be getting getting these goals. It's you know, last season, you know, perhaps questions could he do it again? But he's he, he started on fire, so mm. he sort of we sort of feel that that twenty five goals a season is going to be the norm rather than the the exception. And you know, if if you've got strikers who are you know taking their chances, then it's you can almost afford to you know maybe be you know occasionally be a little bit more defensive or. You know, shut up shop a little bit and keep things a little bit tighter knowing that you don't need to create you know 20 chances a game to score you know if you can get a couple of good crosses into the box mm. and Stockley get his head on them 
you know, ideally put them straight in the back of the net rather than going through the keeper's hands as it as it did against Cambridge. But they all they all count, and he'll claim that one. As long as it's bulging in the back of the net, they'll they'll be happy, I'm sure. And how and yeah. how have the other strikers sort of complimented him? You've obviously got Tristan Abrahams, Matt Jay, and of course um, Jonathan Fort. So how have they sort of worked with with um, Jaden? Yeah, they've all the ones you mentioned. They've all got a lot of pace. I think Daniel and a few others, myself included, surprised at how quick he was Jonathan Fort um, we didn't really see that at, at Notts County but you know he, he's formed a good partnership with Stockley they played they started together against Newport and it seemed to work well because Stockley would often get the ball quite deep and sort of you know play it up to Fort a long mm-hmm. ball up to Fort and he would just run and he sort of terrorised the Newport defence and he was unlucky not to, to to get any you know goals in that game but he, he's such a good runner of the ball he got you know a goal at Cambridge bit of a poacher's goal like Daniel said a bit of a howler but they all count um, so yeah it's really important that um, Stockley isn't the only one providing the goals I think that was a, a sort of worry last season that Stockley scores but other than that you're sort of scratching your head as to who's going to get I don't know 10-15 goals a season and four looks like that sort of player because um, you know I think we said last season Stockley often was left so isolated up front, no one within a few yards of him, whereas you've got Fort making those own runs. Abraham's and Jay as well, he'll run onto his flick-ons and headers. Um, so that's really important. And you know, I spoke to Jane Stockley after the Newport game and he just says it's so much better to have someone up front with yeah. him to make those runs because otherwise he wins the ball and he's got no one to pass it to. And by the time he's fought about where the ball's going to go he's lost it and you see the strikers um, that play up front on their own and they're isolated they're just bullied by two centre backs and there's, there's not much they can really do and you can imagine them getting frustrated in that sort of situation yeah and for, we, I think we've seen it from Stockley a few times he does get frustrated quite quite easily things aren't sort of going his way if he's not getting the service um, but he doesn't seem to have shown that so far this season so um, yeah I think Ford will be a really important player for Exeter he definitely seems to sort that will get you know a few goals um, As I say, it must be quite encouraging that Matt Taylor sort of picked that out in, even in pre-season I remember one of the first interviews that I saw he, him do after Tisdale left was him saying he wants to sign a few strikers that was top of his agenda he sort of seems to have known where the problems were from last season and, yeah. and has added to that this year obviously, you know last season Stockley was, was the main man scored all those goals but you sort of looked at the other you know the other striking options and they're all sort of similar kind of players you know Robbie Simpson Ryan Brunt they're sort of both you know sort of physical target men mm kind of players and what the, the club really lacked last season was any kind of pace going forward in attack because you know particularly after Stockley up on his own then on, on the wings you, you know had sort of Lee Holmes or Ryan Harley you know, they, you know they've got their qualities but they're not sprinters they're yeah. not going to you know they're not going to run in behind you and beat defenders that way so they needed to get some pace into the attack and obviously thought we've you know it was very quick Abraham's you know again lightning fast in behind and yeah, it seems to actually be you know, we obviously knew he was quick, but he seems to actually be better at holding the ball up and sort of bringing other players into to play and using his physicality than perhaps anyone expected him to, and that was really impressive against Ipswich when it, when he used that. So obviously they've got you know pace to run in behind. Obviously Lee Martin again sort of played in more of a wide role, but could play as a second striker yeah. as well. He can, he's got the pace to run at defenders, so it sort of it allows you to you know have to play different options and sort of. You, know, you can hit the